Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Goddamn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So they had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Happy Saturday. A rare Saturday appearance here on The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. We're going to jump into week seven. First of all, thank you for uh, understanding, I guess, the fact that we went about 12 hours late. Normally, I'm doing this late Friday evening. I'm currently doing this early Saturday morning. Just got back from Vegas speaking speaking of gambling and there's nothing quite like being home. Now Vegas was great, didn't do a lot of like sports betting out there. Uh tons of great casinos and blah blah blah. It's Vegas, that's what's what they do. But the cool part was just getting out and uh here's a little advice for you. If you go to Vegas, save you maybe a day if you if you if you're a, an adventurous person um but uh, but a couple of days get you an airbnb we had a verbo um out in zion it's just uh about two hours two and a half hours from las vegas and it was absolutely gorgeous i am not the nature's trail the love hiking and stuff like that that's my wife she she's very passionate about hiking she loves colorado uh, she compromised on Vegas because my son and I, we wanted to go to Vegas and it was cool. Everybody got to do a little bit of everything, but I highly recommend checking out Zion National Park. Even if you go to Vegas, if you get up early, you can drive the two hours. You can spend several hours at Zion, you can drive the two hours back. However you want to do it, highly recommend Zion and of, of course, Las Vegas. Uh, for me, it was good. Uh, mostly played poker. We were only there for a couple of days. Um, and I was trying to be a dad and a husband, but I did do all my research. I did do all my work and I'm, I'm looking to kick out of a funk. It's, it's been a rough couple of weeks so much on the pickums, the, the player props have been good. Um, but just real quick, this is the, the, the segment of the show where I do a little promoting, um, the dynasty war zone. That's my main pod and a big shout out to Jerry, my co-host and our producer, Kevin from player profiler, tremendous job hosting in my stead this week. They, they they were tremendous. They made fun of me. So if you want to go back and listen to Wednesday's Dynasty Warzone, would appreciate that. You can find that on the Player Profiler platform. Try saying that three times fast. Player Profiler platform and the Dynasty Warzone feed. And do me a favor, subscribe to both, whether you're a podcast or a YouTube subscriber, you're already here and it helps support the show. It, it, it basically allows us to double the downloads and helps out a ton because we, we get we get action on on both ends. Uh, I got I got to get into Survivor. I'm a little bit bummed. Uh, I've been eliminated from my Survivor pool. Hopefully you haven't. We'll talk about that as uh, as we get into a read from our friends at Bet Openly. Hey, so many ask me what's wrong with sports books. Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. 
You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on BetOpenly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be. And now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. Yeah, check out BetOpenly. It's a great sponsor, and it's a unique way to do some sports betting. I guess the simplest way to put it. So promo code Underworld. Uh, and don't forget, on Monday nights, Tuesday mornings, the Podfather does the top 10 takeaways. This is one of the funnest shows if you're a seasonal or redraft gamer in, in Dynasty. Um, whatever, what, whatever type of fantasy football you play, the Podfather's top 10 takeaways is always a fun show. He's a tremendous host and makes it a ton of fun to listen to. Um, Survivor, I did not. Um, I'd been flirting with danger all year in the NFC East and the Eagles. I would have never guessed the Eagles were the ones who would have done me in, but the Eagles did me in. Uh, the, the, the Redskins, Commandos, almost did the, the first week of the year. The Giants should have in week two. Um, the Niners, the Seahawks, the NFC West. Did, did is fine, the Lions, but the Eagles got me. Um, I'm gonna pull up a little uh, little screen here for the for the YouTube watchers. So this is the results of Circus Survivor. I use this because they they do tremendous graphics and it's easy to see. Um, this is the remaining entrance right here, uh, 1789. Now last week, out of there at the time, what would have been 1800 and change, only 25 people had the Eagles. And a lot of people had the Rams. I had the Rams last week as my ballsiest pick just because the Rams are, you know, still still proving to me that that they're a, a, a good NFL team uh, in, in spite of all the losses the last couple of years. But, man, I thought the Eagles at home against the, against the Jets, man, if you would have told me that they were going to have a two-to-one pass to run ratio, I, I wouldn't have done it. And the Eagles – are starting to look awful on offense now that A.J. Brown threw that tantrum. If you think back a couple of weeks ago, I think it was Monday Night Football, uh, he wasn't getting targeted enough, and, and, and he threw a tantrum. That offense has not looked good, but I was like, it's the Jets. Why, why would you pass so much on the Jets? They have a pretty good passing front. They have a good front four. They, they rotate guys around, and no excuses. It was a bad week for me. Um, I'm going to continue on with Survivor as if I was still alive. Um, it's the only way I can do it. Uh, we got 11 more weeks of this, but if you're doing a week-to-week -week Survivor thing or you're just curious of what the move would be, I'm going to continue to do that. And I'll continue to, to share the, the Circus Survivor. They're down to 1789 So of the $8 million prize pool for first, that, that entrant is currently worth $4,400, almost $4,500. So bad week for Survivor. Um, not a ton of games I love this week. Uh, I do have a couple that, that I would be looking at. Um, if, if my ticket were still alive, had Philly got there, I would be going Bills over New England. And I think it'll be another ugly game, just like last week. Uh, but my thing is, I don't know how New England moves the ball. That offense is just pathetic right now. They're averaging one point per drive. One point per drive. That is the worst in the NFL. It's not good. Not good at all. Uh, I do think the weather and Bill, Bill Belichick can still crank up a pretty good defense. So 
I, I don't know that I would put this one in my contest at, you know, eight, give or take, wherever you get the number. But I am going to go Bills would be my survivor pick. I, I don't hate the Browns at Indy. The, the defense for the Browns at the moment is on a historic pace. And I'm going to talk about Minshew here in a minute. But uh, I do not love Minshew against this defense. So the Browns would be one of my survivor picks. And, and the ballsy one is, in my opinion, is San Francisco at Minnesota. Now, how ballsy is it to have a 5-1 and one team as a survivor over a 1-5 and five team? But we know Minnesota's offense can be feisty. But to me, this is a get-right spot for San Francisco. And I'm always going to fade primetime. Kirk Cousins, the, the, the tales of him being bad in primetime are legendary. So I'll, I'll move into our, our pick'em. And did not love the result last week. I, I love the bets. It's rough, um, but I, but I am uh, I'm struggling the last two weeks with the pickems. Is the only way I put it. One and four after a two and three. Uh, that has me sitting on the season at 12, 16, and two. We're we're not at the point yet to where we're going to go opposite of my advice. We're going to get this turned around. The problem is, is now I got to get it turned around in a week where I never use Thursday night football. I never use Thursday night because we record on Fridays and today's case Saturday. And we have six teams on by. So I, I've got to I've got to do this basically with 12 games. Picking five games against the spread is hard enough as it is, but it is what it is. Let's get into last week. The Lions laying three at Tampa Bay. It was my lone winner last week. And I felt really good about that, and the Lions are just so strong in both offensive and defensive stats right now. So uh, that, that's a game I'm not necessarily on this week. We'll, we'll talk about my my Lions here in just a minute for my contest, but the Lions loved it last week. The Colts, I it was the Minshew revenge game in Jacksonville with Gardner Minshew, but this was was what I was mentioning earlier. You know, the Minshew's fine. If he's got to come in for two quarters uh, of relief, he's he's a good reliever. He's not a great starter. You know, we've heard this a couple of years ago. If you're a dynasty or a fantasy gamer, hey, Gardner Minshew could be a starter in this league. No, he can't. He he cannot. And, and the more time a defensive coordinator has time to game plan for him, the less effective that he is. I just like the fact that Jacksonville is a little bit more able to be attacked via the air. And I thought the Colts would be able to do that with Minshew. I was wrong. And then the Saints. The Saints have lost twice straight up since we last spoke. And I think they're one of the most undercoached teams in the league. I don't know if it's their offensive coordinator. I don't know if it's the head coach. I do not like the way this team is coached. They've clearly got talent, whether it's Alave, Mike Tyson, Mike, Mike Tyson, Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Tons of talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball, too. And, and for them to be this bad, I, I think they're undercoached. Carolina getting rolled in Cleveland as a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I could understand not, not winning this. You know, hey, Cleveland, that defense is good, but straight up. But, again, they they, they lost straight up to the the, the Brownies. I mean, what do you want me to do? And then the Chargers. I have I have just got to stop looking at the Los Angeles Chargers. They are absolutely a killer to me. They have hurt me in more ways than one. And I, I like the number. I like them at home. I like them. The Chargers, man. 
Uh, so one and four on the week, again, 12 and 16 and two on the season. Um, let's jump into this week's numbers and I'll give you my pickums. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, I'm going, I'm going back to the Lions. Uh, I, I believe in that offensive line. I believe in that defense to be able to keep it close. The Ravens have been okay, but we've seen teams with average to above average defenses give them trouble. The Colts, for whatever you think about their offense and their offensive woes, if you go look at their, their stats, especially their advanced stats, they're a pretty good defense, especially in the front seven. The the Pittsburgh Steelers, same boat. And now you have the Lions, who are statistically better than both of those defenses. I think the Lions give them real trouble. Again, this is one of those, I think, the wrong team's favored. Give me the 5-1 and one team. I know it's on the road. I know it's Jared Goff. There's going to be a touch of weather this week on the East Coast, especially with wind. Not great, but I, I think the Detroit, this is more about the Detroit Lions defense than the Detroit Lions offense. I'm going to go the Lions. I'm going to take the plus three. Maybe I get a push. Maybe they beat me with a late Justin Tucker field goal, but I'm going Lions plus the three. Uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay at home hosting the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to lay less than, than a field goal. I do not believe in Desmond Ritter. I have not believed in Desmond Ritter all year. And it, it's really a fade of this offense. And, and, and the Buccaneers, what do the Falcons want to do? The Falcons want to run the ball. The Falcons want to run the ball. And what do the Buccaneers do really well on defense? They stop the run. They've given up the fewest rushing attempts on the season. They've given up 87 rush attempts. You're going to hear more about that in a player prop here, here in just a few minutes. But I'll take the Buccaneers at home coming off of a loss. I think the Buccaneers are going to be in the mix to win that division and maybe try to backdoor a playoff spot. Not a great team but they're going to be just good enough to, to be in just about every game. Give them, give them to me at home minus the two and a half. The Rams also at home taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And to me, I'm, I'm getting the better quarterback. I'm getting the better coach. And this is not a, a shot at Mike Tomlin. I love Mike Tomlin. But I, I think at this point in their careers, Sean McVay is the better coach. Mike Tomlin's the better rah-rah guy. You're going to get a lot of you know hooting and hollering, but this is not a division game. I don't see the the Steelers being up. They are technically tied for the lead in their division, uh, and the Rams know they have to win every game possible to keep up. Uh, I also don't like that the the Steelers do not have Pat Fryermuth. He's coming off the IR. I do like that they're that they're coming back um, with Deontay Johnson. I'm a big Deontay Johnson guy. If you've ever listened to any of my dynasty or fantasy content but i'm gonna take the rams also at home lay in the three speaking at home lay in a field goal or less i'm gonna take the eagles sunday night football and i'm gonna lay the two and a half and, and this is strictly a defensive play I, I think that the same way that the bills got pressure and created problems for tua and the dolphins is the same way that the eagles can they, they've got a tremendous pass rush jalen carter you know, Cox, those guys up front, they're going to be able to create pressure and havoc for Tua, which is going to allow for more guys in the in the secondary to drop back. And I know we think of Miami as having all these weapons, but they really don't. They have two guys. They have Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle. No Devon Achan. Uh, you are going to get Raheem Mostert. Jeff Wilson looks to be back, but 
you know, they're bringing in the, the, the Chase Claypools of the world, their tight ends, you know, Durham Smythe. Not great. I think this is a tough spot. Sunday night, a little windy, 50 degrees, East Coast. It's it's a good spot for the Eagles, especially after being embarrassed in that 430 game against the Eagles. You know, people are, are questioning this team, and I think this is a spot the Eagles look, will, will look really good. And then this one right here, if it was if it was seven and a half, I wouldn't have went with this game. I probably would have went with Indy and, and Cleveland. I would have taken the Browns. But I'm going to go 49ers minus seven on the road at Minnesota. And this is just a historic matchup. Kyle Shanahan has no problem scoring on this on this Minnesota defense. And with no Justin Jefferson, I just don't know how Minnesota moves the ball. It's going to be an ugly week for scoring in the, in the NFL. But I think you'll see Brock Purdy bounce back. I love this game. By the way, speaking of stats and team stats, Minnesota is one of the worst defenses in the league against the wide receiver. I think you're going to see a big Brandon Ayuk game. I don't know necessarily that you're going to see a ton of Christian McCaffrey, but I don't think they're going to need it. Minnesota in prime time is such a terrible team. So I am going to go ahead and take the Niners minus the seven. So let's recap real quick. We're going Lions plus three at Baltimore. Buccaneers minus two and a half home to Atlanta. The Rams home lane three to Pittsburgh. The Eagles home lane two and a half to the Dolphins. And the Niners on the road, lane seven at Minnesota. So that is my pick'em contest for the week. I am going to jump into my player props, the, the part of this thing that I've, I've been doing pretty well. But when I think of player props, I think of underdog. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games, specifically underdog pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 you can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Well, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode, so we'll go Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than, Madison, less than, but also Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in $100, underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. Go start picking, indeed, pickums. That's the, the, the part of my handicapping right now that has been actually pretty good. Uh, three winning weeks in a row, maybe four. I uh, went two and one again. I'm, I'm very consistent with the two and one right now. Um, last week, the the one loser helped me understand. I used to work with a guy named Dave he, and he would, you know, when, 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 when you did something that he didn't agree with or think could have been better, he would always say, 
Help me understand. So I'm going to ask you, the audience, even though you didn't do anything wrong, if, if he were here, I would ask George Kittle and Kyle Shanahan and, and Brock Purdy. I'd be like, fellas, help me understand. Help me understand how George Kittle had one reception in a game where you lost, in a game where you lost Christian McCaffrey, in a game where you lost Debo Samuels. How is your, we'll call him for for, for, for sake of argument, we'll call Christian McCaffrey your, your number one weapon. You can debate Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk as who's the second best weapon. How are you not involving this guy more in the game plan, in a game you're behind? Like I get there's going to be George Kittle games where he doesn't do a bunch because they're just going to be beating the crap out of a team and they're going to be running the ball. I understand that. This was not that game. And to think that he could have got the two more receptions to have gotten me three, it would have offset the stinging loss of them getting upset outright. That was my one loser, but my, my winners were were cruises. Brees Hall over two and a half receptions. That was an easy winner. Happened early. The weird thing was is he got the three in the first half and then just stayed there. Uh, but Brees Hall's looked like a monster. And then Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard over 44 and a half rush yards last week. That was an absolute layup. I Sometimes you'll find those. And if I had to give you one piece of advice, if you go back to the underdog ad with Matt, promo code Underworld, is you, you want to correlate. And, and like this week, I think we'll see a lot of unders. I have two overs and I have I have some unders and I actually have five. I'm going to grade myself on three, but I have five that, that I'm going to share with you this week. And there's going to be a lot of bad weather on the East Coast from about South Carolina up through New England for, for football purposes. And not like 30 mile an hour winds and, and driving rain, but just enough to be a pain in the ass. And when the books set these props, what do they do? They just basically set an average of a player's usage and you're going to see some like there's one that I, I'm, I've got for you under this week of a, of a pretty popular tight end that between the matchup and the weather I, I'm going under so when you're looking to to set your parlays or whatever you're doing this week from a player prop standpoint this is not going to be a great over week in my opinion I would be careful now dome games Pittsburgh and the Rams do what you normally do the, the weather's going to be fine in, in SoFi you know, same thing with the Colts and the and the Browns. They're playing, you know, here at uh, Lucas Oil here in Indy. I'll actually be at that game. And so, so, but on those East Coast games, Bills, New England, Philly, Miami, Baltimore, Detroit, be careful with the weather in those games. So I'm going to pull up my, my props for you. I'm actually going to go with two. Uh, now, I have two Michael Mayer props. Now, I'm only going to grade myself on the receptions. But these things are correlated. Now, I don't believe the books. You can try. Most of the time, they say no. So this is bet MGM Grand. Um, you can use whatever. We're a MGM shop, so I like to use their lines when applicable. And promo code Underworld, by the way. Get your little promo. Uh, Michael Mayer has, has been coming on lately and coming off of a career game last week. Five catches, 75 yards. And this is a bit of a homecoming for him. Went to college in Notre Dame, South Bend. For those of you that aren't up on the region, as we call it here in Indiana and Illinois, the region, um, Notre Dame and, and South Bend are you know less than an hour from Chicago. And uh, this is his homecoming game. We'll call it that. He won't play there a bunch, being an AFC team. So I see that you know being a little thing. And, and he's been at two catches or more. Now, right now I'm showing his yardage prop. 
uh, I'll go ahead and, and switch over to his receptions. This is the one that I, I am grading myself on. Um, it is Michael Mayer. You can't really see it because of my, my layover, but it's Michael Mayer plus over two and a half. I'm, I'm trying to uh, remove my, my overlay. There it is. Uh, you can see it at the very bottom if you're watching. It's Michael Mayer over two and a half receptions. Uh, lay a dollar thirty-five. There is a little bit of uh, juice to the over here. Um, two two weeks ago, five last week. I just think you're seeing more involvement of him in this passing game, and I think you'll continue to. On top of that, Chicago has been one of the worst teams in allowing receptions to the tight end. And they've allowed an average of 6.75 catches per game to the tight end position. You're seeing less Austin Hooper. You're seeing more Michael Mayer. His snap counts going up and up and up. Uh, and then you got a backup quarterback. You've got Hoyer backing up uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. There is thought that Jimmy G could still play. I just know that I was big on Michael Mayer coming into the season because, well, we've seen Josh McDaniels over his career have severe involvement of the tight end in his offense. And I'm not going to call Michael Mayer Gronk, but this is the role that I, I, I think we'll see more Michael Mayer. I like the matchup. Michael Mayer over two and a half receptions, lay $1.35. And then there's also his, his yardage, which is 20.5. So if you like that as well, go ahead. Because if he catches three passes, that's what I'm projecting him to do. There's a good chance he gets 21 yards but we're going to grade on over the two and a half catches. Next game, uh, I've got two. Now, this one I think most sports books would let you correlate. I, I want to go over Bijan Robinson rushing, excuse me, over Bijan Robinson receiving three and a half plus a dollar ten. You're getting juice to the over. So if you bet a hundred, you're getting a hundred and ten. If you bet ten bucks, you're getting eleven bucks. It's 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 great. Um, and then on the other side, Bijan Robinson under 13 and a half rush attempts. First of all, let, let's talk about the, the, the rushing. I mentioned earlier in the show, Tampa Bay is the number one team in rush attempts allowed. They have been strong against the rush. You know, you think of Vita Vea and, you know, Devon White and, and that defense. They have been solid against the run for, for several years. And that's not how you attack this team. Tyler Algiers there. And Bichon's only went over 14. That would be the number that it would take for me to lose this prop. He's only been over 14 three times. That's half. And he's only done it on the road once. This game's in Tampa Bay. But where I think if, if you're a Bichon fan and you want to get at Bichon Robinson and you want to go over because you're, you're an over better and you like rooting for players because you, you, you don't like fading, cool. Go over three and a half receptions. It, it's just... A, a great spot for him. I think they're going to be behind. I, I mentioned earlier, I think Tampa Bay wins the game. And Tampa Bay has given up an average of six running back receptions per game. And I'm getting plus money on this. I like it a lot. I'm going to, I'm going to go Bijan. Now, I'm grading myself on the under 13 and a half rush attempts. I'm merely throwing out that this is a, a non-correlated, correlated parlay. I do think they hold him in under rush attempts, but how do you want to involve Bijan? Let's involve him in the passing game. Let's treat him like a bigger, faster, stronger version of Austin Eckler, shall we? I'm okay that Tyler Algiers here to be the meat shield to, to run headlong into the, the defensive line of Vita Vea and get smashed. I'm great with that. 
Let's involve Bijan in the passing game. That's where the PPR points come from. That's where the receptions come from. And that's how I think we win this bet. Last one. I mentioned the weather on the East Coast. I mentioned going under. I am going under the very popular rookie. So I got two rookie tight end props under Sam Laporta, under four and a half receptions. So he would have to catch five for me to get beat in this. That's okay. Um, I've got to lay a buck 50. This is as much about the weather as it is the, the matchup. Baltimore has given up 22 tight end receptions all year. I think this is going to be a big Amon Ross St. Brown game. The Baltimore defense is beat up in, in the corner area, less than the line, you know, the, the linebacker safeties area. Uh, Kyle Hamilton has been playing well this year. I I really like, really like this one under. Um and it's shaded to the under. You know, you're laying a lot more juice. You'd have to bet $15 to win 10. So you do your math based on what, what you want to win. But I'm going under Laporta in this game. I also think that he'll need to block a little bit. Uh, Baltimore has always had a pretty good pass rush, and it's in Baltimore. So those are my props. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you all five of them again just to make sure uh, we, we just covered on the way out. So um, off the record. Mike, Michael Myers, Michael Myers, you can tell Halloween's around the corner. Michael Mayer, 20.5 receiving yards. Uh, that That's that's one that I like. I'm not grading that one. Michael Mayer over two and a half receptions. That's plus $1.45. So that's a positive, that's a positive juiced bet. I am going over. I think he's going to get the three and I'm going to bet the 10 and I'm going to win 14.50. That's my gradable. Michael Mayer over. 2.5 receptions. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I'm not taking the grade on this. I'm just throwing it out there for those of you that like things thrown out there. I'm going over three and a half receptions. Uh, I'm getting plus 110, plus money again in a matchup that favors running back receptions, but I'm grading myself on under 13 and a half rushing attempts just because of the matchup. It's, it's a tough matchup. I let, Ty let Tyler Algier do that. Let him get beat up. And then finally, uh, I'm playing the matchup. Baltimore very tough against the tight end. And the weather on top of that, I'm going Sam Laporta under four and a half receptions. I got to lay the juice there. I got to lay a buck 50 to get it done. So that is the show. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, trying to get these pickums back on track, but luckily the props have been good. Been two and one, three or four weeks in a row. Would love to get that one three and zero week. Just really set this thing off. Tough week with the the bye weeks, but we're going to be here all eighteen weeks. I do want to remind you: check out Bet Openly, check out Underdog, and check out the Podfather on Mondays. Top ten takeaways, fun show. I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're listening or watching anywhere, hit subscribe. Not only at Player Profiler, but go over search in your search box, whether it's podcaster or YouTube. Dynasty Warzone, subscribe over there as well, uh, especially as rookie content will start flowing more and more from the Dynasty Warzone for you Dynasty gamers out there. Leave a five-star review, check us out on social media, and I'm out of here. You guys have a great weekend, good luck out there, and uh, I, I hope you do well. Think you're with a little juice? No, we're the juice. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing.
game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.